to Menopause Morph, your time to change. We're here to help you thrive through your menopause, bringing you experts in many fields to help you from perimenopause to menopause and beyond to become the strong, vibrant woman nature intended you to be. Hosted by Pauline McCarthy of the Pearls of Pauline. Pearls of wisdom, compassion, and joy. Hello, welcome to this week's Menopause Morph, your time to change. Today we have a very unusual subject. It's about tech. Okay, what has tech got to do with menopause? We hear you say, what? Okay, so part of Menopause Morph's goal is to help women thrive through their menopause and beyond. So part of that involves maybe learning about tech, understanding tech, or developing more tech. So the lovely lady we have here today, her name is Esprit. Hello, Esprit. Esprit Devora. So Esprit is the girl who gets it done. And she is the creator of We Are LA Tech, which unites LA Tech community via a podcast, a calendar of all tech events happening in the city. And collaborative private chat and an online experience club and blah, 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 blah. She does all the tech stuff, right? She's given talks about entrepreneurship to many organizations, including USC Business School, CBS, South by Southwest and Georgetown MBA. So welcome. I invited Esprit on today because I don't know about you ladies out there, but okay, I'm 56. I actually was lucky. I studied computing in 1977 at school and then it was computers and you punched holes in cards and there was a big stack of cards and you fed them into the computer. And then I went into medical science and I forgot all that. And then it was in 92 that I got my first laptop. But a lot of women my age, they're just getting computers or... They're getting, you know, the smartphones now. More and more people are getting smartphones. And I find one of my biggest things is acronyms. I found it quite funny when I was introducing you. It said USC Business School and CBS and, you know, MBA. And it's like, what? And what I find is that when people are really involved in their topic and they know what it means, like, okay, CBS, it's, I think that's a television station in America. But something like including USC Business School. So what does the USC stand for? Okay. In technology, there's an awful lot of acronyms. And I'll tell you a very funny one. (laughs) So when I was, you know, starting to learn these things, and there's something called FTP. Yes, it means File Transfer Protocol. So when I first saw this, I saw FTP and I went, and I was shocked. And I thought, why is that written there? Because I have to tell you a little bit of a background because, you know, I have Irish Catholic parents and I was brought up in Scotland, in Glasgow. And unfortunately, Glasgow has the same problem as Northern Ireland. And there's like this Catholic Protestant divide. In Glasgow, when you see FTP on the wall, it means fuck the Pope. Yes. So when I was seeing this, I'm going like, what? Who's, why, are they, why are they writing this? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> That's a funny one. Well, I mean, embarrassing, but funny. But to me, it's if you're not used to this language, because it is another language, wouldn't you agree that tech has its own language? Right. So what I want to pick your brains is how we can learn simple things. This might sound stupid. Okay. I don't want to 
tell my audience that, okay, you're all stupid and you don't know this thing? Because I know that most of the listeners who actually listen to this, if it's a podcast, then you have a certain degree of technical knowledge, right? But I'm doing this for myself, ladies, and also hopefully for many of you as well, because I want to learn more about technology. I'll tell you a funny story. One time my boys, sometimes I've been asking them, how do you do this and how do you, do, you know, like to do with the computer? And they were all saying, Google it, Google it. Just t type, type in Google, type in Google. So this one day I actually typed in Google, the word Google. I Googled Google. <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah, I know. But my, I mean, it's like I was having one of my menopausal brain fog days. I just heard them saying, type in Google. They were saying, type in the search for Google. So I just typed the word Google. <laughs> the reason that I was very interested in learning more about tech is because I've been writing this menopause journal. It'll be a, like a physical book that people can buy. And on one side of it, they put in what they've eaten that day, what they've drank, exercise, any medication, any supplements. And then on the other side, they'll, there'll be a list of symptoms and like from zero to 10. Then you'll be able to see a correlation of what you eat maybe has effect on your hot flushes or has an effect on your brain fog. And some of my younger friends, they said to me, why don't you make an app? And I'm always hearing this word app, app, app. I was just overwhelmed this day and I said, what is, what does it actually mean app? And then they said application. I said, okay, well, application of what, because it's so vague. So could you describe to this lovely lady sitting here in front of you, me, what, what really is an app? What, what, what is it?
Well, it's good to hear from a younger person that it's overwhelming because I thought it was just as menopausal woman that found it overwhelming. <laughs> Glasses. <laughs> Yeah, and not talking to each other, yeah.
Yeah. One of the apps that I found extremely useful for me, because my biggest menopausal symptom is memory loss, was my eye calendar. And I have this MacBook Pro that I use. I used to have it as a physical diary and I would write things down, but I was always forgetting where I put it. <laughs> but I always have my computer with me. So whenever I have an appointment or even to remind me, like sometimes I'll, like I have to go to the post office and I'll just put a reminder in and it says, uh, you know, go to the post office. And it reminds me two hours, you know, you can set it whatever time, time like, and I usually make it two hours and then it goes, you can let it go to snooze and it will come back every 10 minutes or something like that. And I need that, I need that to keep me, to, to remind me of things. Otherwise it's like, My father, he's 80 now, and a few times we have bought him a laptop and, and because he wanted to keep in contact with his grandchildren because he has grandchildren here in Iceland and he has some in Australia as well and some, some in England. We set everything up for him and then, then he said, oh, no, I can't type. It takes so long to type. He said, oh, can you put in this system? You know, it's like where you speak and it types automatically. So I was visiting him for a few weeks in Scotland. So I, every night I was sitting and you have to practice speaking into this thing so that it recognizes your voice. And it was so stupid of me because, and then we practiced and I said, look, I'm talking and you could see it typing. Everything I was saying was getting, great, great, great. And then, so then, then I went off on the airplane, came back to Iceland. And then when I got home, he phoned me and he said, Pauline, I don't know if you're stupid or I'm stupid. He says, but the computer only recognizes your voice. It doesn't recognize mine. And couldn't be bothered to sit for those because you have to do it for quite a few days for till it till it gets used to it. So if, eventually, he just gave it to one of his granddaughters. No, I did not know that. Uh-huh. Okay, and maybe we can have her on the podcast that she can teach all the listeners as well. <laughs> her head, it is. And can I ask you how old your mother is? Okay. No, I'm just wondering if she's in that menopausal age. You don't know. <laughs> and see that...
Well, it, it, in the Western world, it, a lot, a, most women are very sensitive about their age. They really are. And I was myself being British. And when I came to Iceland, the social security number in Iceland, the first six digits is your date of birth. So you can't hide your age. Yeah, really. So, and, and no matter everything, you have to have this, it's called Kenatala. So mine says I'm 19th of June, 1960. So I'm 19.06.60. And then you have four other digits at the end. <laughs> yeah, but then when there's a big when there's a big birthday, you know, with a zero at the end, then it's difficult to make a surprise birthday party if you don't know their age, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Wonderful. So one of the goals for Menopause Morph is to help women start a business if they want to. Because I don't know if I've told you this story, but when I was 52, I started this Icelandic souvenir candy company. <laughs> and I had never even imagined to be an entrepreneur. I always say it was like an accidental entrepreneur. You know? But I think it's very, what's the word? It gives you a lot of energy when you can create something from a seed and make it make it grow. Even if it's like my company is very small. And especially a lot of women are, when they're going through their perimenopause and menopause, they start to waken up to what they want to do, not what the world has conditioned them to be or what their parents have conditioned them to be or their husbands or their society. And they start to think like, what do I really want? And then they realise, I know what I don't want. I don't want this boring job that I've been in for the last 20 years or something like that. And a lot of women, they, they have this fear, but they, but they take this brave step to start their own business or to change careers. So in that respect, sometimes because we have the fear of the unknown and like for me, I'm sure for many of the other listeners, technology is it's a big big unknown so it yeah so it's quite interesting to to hear that you're overwhelmed as well Yeah. 
Well, that brings me to my menopause app. So I'm going to ask my listeners, would you buy a menopause app? And like, what is a menopause app? So I'm thinking of like to track your, your eating, your exercise, your sleep and see how it affects your symptoms. When I was at the Esprit was gave a talk the other day in Reykjavik that I was at that was all tech ladies there. I felt a little bit like a fish out of water. <laughs> But I was asking questions about these apps and I got very surprised. There was two ladies and they said that they had been given a government grant of 20 million krona to develop an app. And I was like, what? I mean, 20 million krona, I don't know what that is in in American dollars. It's like um, $20,000 maybe. Is it something like that? Twenty. No, $200,000 I think it is, you know. Anyway, it's a lot, you know. I mean, it was enough to, it would be enough to buy a house, let's say. I couldn't believe this. So I went up to this lady afterwards and I said to her, "Um, did I, did I hear right? Did you say you got 20 million krona to develop an app? I said, because I've got this idea to develop an app, but I never thought it would cost anything like that. And she went, oh yeah, this is just the seed money. She says it's going to cost maybe five times more than this. And I went, what?
So we're running out of time. Is there any kind of app that you think would be suitable for a woman in her 40s and 50s that would jump out at you and say, oh, this is specially for this niche? I sprung that one on you there. <laughs> it will be the menopause app that I'm going to develop. Yes. Okay, well, that's I'm going to ask my listeners then, please, um, once you've listened to this podcast, please rate it and give a review because we need that to get us up on the, the rankings in, in iTunes and the other places. And the more ratings we have, the more they advertise it for us and the more women can be helped. And the second one is contact me at pauline at menopausemorph.com and tell me what you would like in a menopause app, what you would like it to do for you. Okay, because I'm with yeah. And Esprit, if any of our listeners wanted to get hold of you or learn more about what you're doing, where would they check you out? Well, Esprit, thank you very much for having us on today. Okay, folks. Next week, it'll be me giving my words of wisdom, the pearls of Polly. It'll be next week. And the week after that, we're going to have another amazing lady. I've got a whole load stacked up now. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Menopause Morph, your time to change. If you've enjoyed the program, be sure to subscribe to the next one and please leave a rating and review on iTunes to help us spread the message about thriving through the menopause. To get a free ebook, more menopausal resources, and to connect with Pauline, please visit www.menopausemorph.com.